Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the self-confidence project. I am your host, Kimberly, and today's show is all about masculine and feminine energy. It's just a theme that has been coming up a lot with my current set of clients. Uh, and it's something that I've touched on a few years ago, but I feel like it just it just needs a, <laughs> a reawakening. I think it needs to be rediscussed. And so if you're not particularly familiar with masculine, feminine energies within the context of a romantic relationship or just the polarity of it, you're going to enjoy today's show. So I'm going to answer a bunch of questions from like, what even is this? How does it impact your relationship? What happens when uh, a man is too kind of in touch with his feminine energy versus masculine energy. And then even reference some work from some from David Data, who talks on this subject, as well as Tony Robbins, who has quite a bit of articles on it as well. So we're just going to kind of do a full deep dive into the subject. But I do want to just say if it's the first time you're listening to my podcast, well, firstly, welcome here. Thank you very much for, you know, choosing to listen today and supporting the show. And if you've been listening to my show for a while, well, then thank you for coming on back. Definitely appreciate you ha- uh, you being here and having you listen to my show and support this podcast that's been running now for, I don't know, three years now, maybe maybe going into its fourth year. Enough. It's been running long enough. I've <laughs> been doing weekly episodes for, well, basically for longer than I've lived in the place that I live now. So if I've lived here three years, yeah, over three years, okay, of running this show. Now, if you don't know much about me, well... Welcome. My name is Kimberly. I'm a men's life, dating, and relationship coach. I support two types of men. Men that are single and wanting to navigate the dating scene with confidence, clarity, authenticity, and really attract the right woman into their lives because, well, that makes a big difference. And I also support men that are in relationships that are really wanting to reconnect to their own identities, reconnect to their partners, really increase and improve the communication joy and connection that they're experiencing within those relationships. So if either of those situations sound like you and you know you're kind of seeking a little bit of support and guidance in this area, then I do want to say like, hey, I take one-on-one consultations uh, to see if we would be a good fit to work together. And then there's varying options on how to do that. So if you're a little on the fence or you just kind of want to learn a little bit about how I might be able to support you or what the coaching landscape can look like, then I recommend uh, book a free consultation. There's only going to be a few left between now and the end of the year. So yeah, if you're curious, definitely grab a spot now because it's it's a great time to kind of have a couple sessions and then really start diving into this from 2024. (laughs) We're just about to turn the corner to a brand new year here. Now, of course, I've got lots of content that I share on my uh, Instagram social media page at Kimberly Nina Hill. So check it out there if you haven't seen some of my content, as well as launched a brand new YouTube channel, I think within the last three and a half, maybe four months and have some long form content and video on there as well. So I would love your support over on that channel because starting a new social media platform is uh, definitely an uphill battle. It's definitely hard to get new eyes on it. So uh, head over there. 
and uh, let me know if the content you're seeing on the page is what you like or if you want to see something different because I create the content for you guys. Now, this concept of masculine feminine energy is, is not new, right? It's, it's got its roots in ancient philosophies and there's lots of theories around it. And when we talk about energy, I really just want to emphasize here that we're not, we're not, we're not necessarily tying this energy to gender, but it's more really like the typical or archetypical qualities that are present in individuals, regardless of their, you know, their biological sex. So you can have a man that's really tapped into his feminine energy that doesn't make him a woman. <laughs> Right. And you can have a woman who's really tapped into her masculine energy that doesn't make her a man. So I just want to clear the air here because you never know these days. Right. But I do want to kind of shed light into, you know, how this is going to impact your romantic relationships. And, and really, guys, like what I'm talking about here is male female relationships, more traditional monogamous relationships. So how this these energies are going to impact other types of relationships is uh, warrants a whole other show or other podcast. But today I'm really focusing on you know, straight males that are interested in, you know, women. So masculine, feminine energies, we have both of these energies within us, okay? And we can just be a little more dominant in one of them. And masculine energy just typically is associated with qualities like strength, assertiveness, logic, focus, right? It's a very driving force. It's leadership. It's structure. It's direction, right? Masculine energy is like, right? And so like as a business owner, myself as a, as a woman, I have a lot of that energy because, you know, I need to logically work through, you know, running the business structure. And I definitely take on a leadership role and I have to provide structure and direction to myself in, in this area. So I'm very familiar with the, the masculine energies. Feminine energy, however, is more typically associated with things like being nurturing, receptivity, intuition, empathy, and this energy is often a little more like free-flowing, a little more adaptable. I even say sometimes a little more like emotional. None of these are good nor bad things. They're just these typical kinds of qualities. So Here's an example. If you're a man, but you are very tapped into your feminine energy, like you're really intuitive, you're really nurturing, you're really receptive to people, you're really flowy and spontaneous, and you meet a woman who is also very feminine, right? She's also very receptive and intuitive and nurturing and free-flowing. Well... <laughs> You may end up struggling when it comes to your attraction, okay, because there's no polarity between you. You're both kind of similar. So you might get along harmoniously, but then when it comes to who's really making the decisions or who's directing the relationship, you're both kind of like, whatever, right? You're both like, hey, I'll go with the flow. So the masculine energy is lacking in this scenario. Now, if you are a man who's really tapped into his masculine energy, right, and you are with a woman who is also very tapped into her masculine energy, then both of you are going to be trying to 
assert logic and focus and be the driving force and kind of provide the structure structure and direction. And you're probably going to, you know, butt heads and there might be more conflict here. So when we are in a romantic relationship with someone who is very similar energetically, it might feel nice and comforting, but then it also can cause a lot of conflict. So what's really helpful is understanding that we both have these qualities, but what's our predominant one? And what one do we want to be cultivating, right? Typically, men are more in their masculine energy, right? But that's not always true. And women typically are more in their feminine, but that's not always true. And I see today's generation of women are so tapped into their masculine, right? You know, we're so, you know, we're we're fighting for, right, women, the whole feminist movement is like fighting for their rights to be able to be seen as equal to men. And that means that, you know, women are also taking on a lot of this masculine energy. So how is that impacting our relationships, right? A balance of both of these energies is really considered quite ideal for a harmonious relationship. Now, other people may disagree with that, and that's okay, right? You're, you're free to have your own opinion on this. But what mm -hmm. I've noticed and what I've seen and what I've observed in my own relationships and the relationships of all of the people I've worked with, as well as all of my friends and family, is a balance has been readily needed. Too much emphasis on one of the energies can create this rural imbalance and these potential challenges, as I kind of highlighted in my short example before. So how might this be actually impacting like your attraction and, and sexuality to a person? Well, people like David Data talk a lot about this subject. He has a book called The Way of the Superior Man. And even, you know, Tony Robbins, he doesn't really, his focus isn't really on this, but he does address some of this in some of his blogs and whatnot, at least what I've seen. But if, if a man is predominantly in his feminine energy, okay, and maybe you're in your feminine energy, guys, because you were raised by your mom or you, you know, and your dad wasn't really around or your dad was around, but he really doted on your mom a lot or whatever the dynamic was growing up, you, you kind of got raised with more of those feminine energies, like intuitive or nurturing or really receptive or like quite, you notice like you're... Uh, conflict avoidant you're a bit people pleasy right you tend to want to be the good boy and do the right thing and get validation that way well if you are very much like this in your relationship with a woman this can uh, negatively impact your sexual attraction and that's because again the polarity the 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 interplay between that masculine and feminine energy is not really present right or the woman that you're dating is more in her masculine energy. And so she's more the one providing structure and direction in the relationship. And what happens is when women do that, and I'm not speaking on behalf of all women, but on a lot, on behalf of a lot of women, when women are the ones that are in their masculine energy predominantly in the relationship, they look at their man as like, well, they don't look at their man as a leader because they're the ones leading. So we know, right, we know that women need to admire and respect the men in their lives in order to, one, feel attracted to them, two, be able to trust them so that they can relax into that feminine energy. So this dynamic of masculine feminine energy is really essential for, you know, our sexual attraction. And I do believe that 
there's nothing wrong with men having feminine qualities or having feminine energy. I'm not here to shame that. And again, like I'm a woman who also has a lot of masculine energy and masculine qualities. And I don't feel shame for that either. There's there isn't shame in this conversation. But of course, people can feel that way. Or if you're listening to the show and you're like, yeah, I'm a little bit more in my feminine energy, that's okay. But what's interesting is that you are able to increase your masculine energy. And I do believe that it is essential that men do this if they are seeking romantic relationships with a woman who is feminine. If you don't want a woman who is feminine, have at her, do what you want. But if you are seeking a relationship with a woman who is tapped into that feminine, who is nurturing, right, who is receptive to you, who is really flowy and has that like you know, that that feminine essence that you're wanting, then having the awareness of you needing to tap into your masculine energy is very important, right? So this is where we get into a bit of personal development, right? Okay, so how can you actually get in touch with your own masculine energy? Well, first and foremost, recognizing and understanding your own energy dynamics is the first thing. It's like even knowing about masculine and feminine energy and polarity is the first step for you, because if you're not even aware of it, we can't fix that. You can't do anything about it. Right. So self-awareness, self-awareness is like the undercurrent to everything I talk about, because we need that external and internal self-awareness. Internal is, you know, what are my thoughts, beliefs, feelings, opinions, characteristics, strengths, weaknesses. That's our internal self-awareness. And external self-awareness is how other perceive us in all of those same areas, <laughs> right? So a lot of us do a lot of self-development work and we get like a great internal self-awareness, but we're still lacking how is that impacting other people in our lives. So having both those awarenesses, awarenesses <laughs> is really important to recognize and understand your own energy dynamics, okay? And then then you're able to do something about it. So maybe if you've noticed you're a little bit passive or you're conflict avoidant or you haven't really taken on many leadership roles in your life, then maybe you want to engage in some of those activities that are going to help build your confidence, develop some of your assertiveness. Now, this is a big thing. A lot of my clients admit that they're not particularly assertive when it comes to talking to women. And I think a lot of that stems from wanting to be liked, worrying that if they rock the boat, a woman will leave them. And so they've developed this like chameleon ability to like just avoid conflict altogether or emotionally withdraw, which at in the end of the day is going to ruin the relationship no matter what, right? Because if you can't stand up for yourself or, you know, set your boundaries and a woman won't respect you, she'll lose attraction for you and she'll check out. And, that, and the, the situation would be reversed for men to women too, right? So what can you do as a man to build your own confidence, self-esteem? Because we need to have self-esteem and confidence to be able to assert ourselves, right? We have to believe that our opinion is valid. We have to believe that we are worth, you know, uh, we have to believe that we are worth our own opinions and thoughts so that we can share them with someone else. So what can you do that really boosts your own self-esteem and confidence? And Usually I, I like to suggest like challenges where we build our confidence in life and where a man can develop his masculine energy is when he takes on challenges in life. 
Because as you work to overcome those challenges, you build awareness, you build confidence, you build self-esteem, and you start to like yourself more. (laughs) And when you like yourself more, you can stand up for yourself more. And that's important and that's healthy. So I'll use the example of jujitsu. One of my clients is that does jujitsu and and my partner started it last just over a year ago. And it was so instrumental for building his confidence. Okay, it was obviously also a very painful sport to be in. And there's there's injuries and all that kind of stuff. So you have to be mindful of that. But in terms of like teaching you your own self-respect, really engaging with your own body, understanding where your limitations are, being humbled because you will be humbled in that sport and really just challenging yourself to do something different, to move your body physically is going to help you if you persist with the challenge versus give, giving up, right? It's going to help you build your confidence, assertiveness, create direction, create self-respect, you know, get you moving your physical body, which is going to even help naturally with things like you know, lowering cortisol, but increasing, you know, testosterone and whatnot. And so you're going to be tapping into masculine energy through physical movement. So physical movement is a huge thing here if you want to develop your masculine energy. But maybe you're listening to the show and you're like, shit, I'm kind of tapped into my feminine energy. But the one thing I do well is I hit the gym all the time. Okay, so there's other avenues. What about leadership roles in your life? Right? What about connecting with nature? Nature is a healing, healing place for us to really connect to our inner self and allow us to access different aspects of our energy, right? So some of us need to actually be spending more time in nature to to develop our, our masculine energy, as well as think about the role that you have in the workplace. You know, do you speak your mind? Do you stand up for yourself? Are there opportunities for you to get into a position where you can do that? Are you involved in your community and taking on a leadership role where people look to you for direction? Because if people are looking to you for direction, then you're going to have to step up and fill that role. And then naturally, you're going to increase that masculine energy of yours. So physical movement, you know, even intellectual challenges or stillness and mindfulness and meditation in nature. These are the ways that you naturally enhance that masculine energy. None of this is toxic. None of this is me saying, go take these pills or do this or do something unhealthy for yourself. This is just you connecting to who you are versus accepting that we are the way we are because of how we were raised and there's nothing I can do about it and I'm not going to change it. And, you know, I have a fixed mindset towards life and yada, yada, yada. Right. Like, how can you approach this concept of mass and feminine energy with an open mind? And, and ask yourself the question, like, do you want to connect to your masculine energy? Right? Because if you don't, well, I mean, don't listen to what I'm saying. But if you do want to connect to your masculine energy, it's nature, it's movement, it's leadership roles. And it's making sure when you look around you and you ask yourself, who are your influences in life? Who are the people you spend your time with? Because if you do not have any healthy male masculine role models in your life, then you're missing a crucial opportunity to be tapping in to that masculine energy because men who are involved in themselves healthily and in their masculine energy will also lift other men up. They will call them out. They They will ask them to step forward. 
that's something, you know, as a woman, I, I, you know, I wish I could really impact that on my clients, but I'm not a guy and I'm not going to pretend to to be that for them. But I am going to say, look, if this is something that is important to you and you're noticing that you're a little passive in your relationships or the women are the ones that are leading your relationships and you're kind of just in this people pleasing mode, then get out there and start engaging in your masculine energy and even just take the focus off women for a while. So this has nothing to do with stereotypical gender roles. This isn't, I'm not saying get out there and throw around a piece of wood, although (laughs) probably going to help you feel more in touch with your masculine side if you did something like that. But who are you connecting with? Because make wise choices because we are the product of the people we spend the most time around. So if your influence is actually like a lot of women, Okay, nothing wrong with that. But also, where are the healthy male influences in your life? If you go to the gym, but you're doing a lot of flowy movements, right? Like you're doing a lot of flowing, adaptable movements, like maybe even things like, I mean, people are going to have different opinions on this. But if a lot of your stuff is like (laughs) yoga and slow walking and all of that like that is so so beautiful for your body and never give that up but are you like challenging yourself are you you know maybe it's lifting weights maybe it's sprinting uphill maybe it's a contact sport maybe it's jujitsu what is it where you're like really tapping into your fucking energy you know where are you really challenging yourself right and so it's something to consider right masculine and feminine energy is We both have them as a woman. And I'm talking more on this podcast about how men can tap into their masculine. But for women, it's like slowing down, trusting, right? Like getting in touch with our bodies, dancing, moving in these beautiful ways, like being in nature ourselves, putting our feet on the earth, using our hands, being creative, like getting into that feminine energy as well. That's beautiful. Men can explore all of that too. And there's nothing wrong with that. But think about Think about masculine energy. Think about how you can tap into that area of your life. It's it's so important if you are a man who's seeking a feminine woman. You do want to be the kind of man that doesn't have a problem leading. You want to be the kind of man that can boldly and courageously enter conflict. You know, you want to be the kind of man that trusts that the decisions that he is making are good ones and right ones. And then a woman can really relax and say, this man, he's got me. I trust him. I love him. I adore him. He's the one for me because I feel so relaxed in his presence. And I don't need to be in my masculine energy, certainly not when I'm with him. So I hope this podcast has provided some just ideas around this, a starting place for you. And I would love to hear you guys' thoughts and opinions on what I'm sharing here today. But this is just a really something that I was introduced to many years ago. And it was quite overwhelming for me at first to realize that for most of my life I've been in my masculine energy and man does it feel good when I get a chance to just relax and be in my feminine and it's beautiful to be able to move between those two energies and have the skill to do so and it's definitely a work in progress for myself and I would love it to be for you guys too so thank you so much for tuning into today's episode don't forget to leave a rating and review on the show if you enjoyed it it definitely helps this podcast get out to more people head over to my YouTube channel. would love your support over there. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns about anything, you're, you're welcome to send me a DM on Instagram. I do do my best to get through all of the questions there. 
But again, if you do think you might be looking for some personalized support, then book a free consultation. You and me are going to chat. We're going to get to know each other and see if I'm the right fit for you. And if we are, awesome. Let's explore that. And if not, I might be able to provide you some other insights or directions that you can take that could be really helpful for you. So thank you very much for tuning in, you guys, and talk to you all next week.